Good morning, and today is Saturday, March fourteenth. <laughs> and our Saturday devotionals are created for excellence: twelve keys to godly success. And we are talking now about um, our potential, breaking glass ceilings, identifying and changing your limiting beliefs. And today, we're going to talk about the ingredients of potential. And there's actually four, but these are pretty long uh, descriptions or stories, so I'm going to just do our first one today. So there's four ingredients of potential. There's God-given ability and talent, knowledge, education, and training, desire and motivation, and attitudes and self-image. Most people realize the first three ingredients are necessary to tap into the fullness of what we become. Actually, it's the last ingredient that is most vital to bringing about the meaningful and lasting change one needs to experience in order to reach their full potential. Right now, we'll talk about number one, the God-given ability and talent. Each one of us has been skillfully knit together in in our mother's womb where God has bestowed gifts, abilities, and talents before we were even born. We are all capable of doing so many things. I believe that God has also given each person unique talents to bless the rest of the world. You've probably heard it said before, talent is God's gift to you, and what you do with your gift is our gift to God. All too often, though, an extremely negative world crops up in most vocabularies by the time we reach junior high school. Some describe this as the ugliest four-letter word. The word is C-A-N-T. I'm not even going to say that word because it's not in my vocabulary. I believe that we all have the ability to learn or accomplish whatever we choose or need to do. So this is the author. Let me ask you a question. Can you speak Japanese? Most people say they can't. Are you aware that there are millions of children under the age of 10 in Japan that have no problem speaking Japanese? Did I ask you if you currently knew how to speak Japanese or even had a desire to learn? No. I just asked you if you had the ability to do so. What response would I get if I asked the same question to a group of five-year-olds? If there were 28 of them in a kindergarten class, how many hands do you think would go up? Probably 28. No, 56. (laughs) How would they put up their hands? They would throw both of them up in the air and, and shout, I can do it, I can do it. Let me test you again. Can you speak Japanese? The key word is can. Have you heard the story about a boy who wanted to march in the circus parade? When the show came to town, the bandmaster needed a trombonist, so the boy signed up. He hadn't marched a block before the fearful noises from his horn caused two women to faint and a horse to run away. The bandmaster demanded, Why didn't you tell me you couldn't play the trombone? The boy replied, How did I know? I never tried before. Lest you start thinking, this is all well and good for other people, but I have had too much going against me to ever succeed. Consider these examples of overcoming adversity. He didn't talk until he was four years old or read until he was seven. One of his teachers labeled him as mentally slow, unsociable, adrift forever in his foolish dreams. His name was Albert Einstein. He possesses another one. He possesses minimal football knowledge, lacks motivation, And a so-called expert once said of Vince Lombardi, Beethoven apparently liked to do his own thing and didn't spend much time learning the correct technique with his violin. The teacher said that Ludwig was hopeless as a composer. Before he created... Before he created Disneyland... 
Walt Disney went bankrupt several times. He was once fired by the Edinburgh newspaper for an apparent lack of ideas. He's too stupid to learn anything, declared Thomas Edison's perceptive teachers. Henry Ford failed miserably and went broke four times before finally succeeding with the automobile. Babe Ruth, one of the all-time legends of baseball, holds second place on the career home run list, but is also second on a much less glorious list, career strikeouts. One of the greatest movers and shakers of, of the century made his most significant contributions as a senior citizen. Winston Churchill was 62 before he finally became Prime Minister of England, following a lifetime of setback and defeat, including failing the sixth grade. Ingredient number one of our potential is our God-given ability or talent, and the good news is we all have it. If there's a difference between where you currently are and where you'd like to be, it's not the lack of ability. It is your attitude and the image of who you think you are or who you think you are not. Mm-mm-mm. So there is the number one, our God-given ability and talent. Ponder on that. I would actually encourage you to write down some of the abilities and talents that you have and then mark down, are you using them? I think that's a great exercise. It's not in the book. I'm just giving it to you (laughs) because I think it's a great one. You have an awesome day. And remember, you are who God says you are.